0: I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. An airline passenger caught with guns and ammunition at Owen Roberts International Airport is granted conditional bail. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports.
1: 45 year old Anton Paragin was ordered to pay $30,000, CI turn over all passports, and told to stay more than 100 yards away from air or seaports. The suspect appeared in court from prison via Zoom today. He will be released to his wife's Georgetown apartment with instructions to report weekly to the Georgetown police station. No electronic monitoring was requested nor required. Magistrate Kirstie Ann Gunn also issued a stop order to prevent Mr. Paragin from leaving the islands. The suspect has passports from Multiple jurisdictions, Canada, Russia, and Israel. However, he told the court some of those are expired. Mr. Paragin is charged with possession of unlicensed firearms as well as importation. He was arrested by Customs and Border Control on January 28th with three firearms, a 9mm semi-automatic rifle, a 9mm pistol, and a 12-gauge shotgun. Madras Gun acknowledged the possible flight risk posed but accepted that the bail deal had been worked out between Mr. Paragin's attorney and the prosecution. The suspect is due to appear again in court in early March. April Cummings, Radio KMAN News.
0: A dramatic scene that began and ended with a traffic collision
1: with the suspect
0: trying to run away from police. Details now from Radio KMAN's Paula Cowell.
2: A 33-year-old West Bay man is under arrest after a report he brandished a firearm and threatened another driver after a collision near Powell Smith Road in West Bay. He tried to drive away but officers spotted his Silver Honda Accord vehicle shortly afterwards and tried to stop him. Instead, he took off down the S3 Tibbetts Highway, evading traffic control points before colliding with the vehicle near Snog Harbor Drive and coming to a stop. The driver tried to run away on foot but police caught him. When they searched him and his car, they recovered an imitation firearm. Police say the suspect is in custody as the investigation continues. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal.
0: Crews at the Cayman Islands Fire Service and Department of Environmental Health, DEH, are keeping an eye on an area at the Georgetown landfill after heavy smoke fills the air. We get more on this now from Radio Cayman's Dion Einglin.
2: The Cayman Islands Fire Service responded at 8.50 a.m. on Wednesday, February 1st, to a 911 report of heavy smoke emitting from an area at the Georgetown landfill. On arrival, CIFS confirmed that there was visible smoke seen with no open flames. After conducting an assessment, CIFS, the Cayman Islands Fire Service crews, confirmed that the heavy smoke was emitting from a heap approximately 10 feet by 10 feet and light smoke was emitting from two additional surroundings areas. The three areas of concern are being saturated and damped by CIFS crews to extinguish and prevent any potential reignition or spread. CIFS has confirmed that at this time there is no threat to the public or adjoining properties. CIFS and Department of Environmental Health DEH crews will continue working together to saturate or dampen the areas of concern throughout the remainder of this evening and into tomorrow as a precautionary measure. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin.
0: Local and international researchers are investigating how best to protect sea turtles in the Cayman Islands from the multiple threats caused by climate change. Radio Cayman's Carlsley Fuller has more.
3: The island sea turtles are recovering from years of over-harvesting, but climate change is now negatively affecting their numbers. The new project, run by the Department of Environment and the University of Exeter, will assess the impacts of a number of factors in order to devise ways to better protect turtles. Premier and Minister for Sustainability, the Honorable Wayne Panton.
4: It is a concern that turtle nesting beaches in the Cayman Islands are already being impacted by rising temperatures and increased storminess. And further sea level rise will lead to loss of this critical habitat, where, hopeful this project will identify ways to mitigate these threats to sea turtles and their nests.
3: DOE Marine Research Officer Dr. Jane Hardwig tells Radio Command the project title is Mitigating the Impacts of Climate Change on Sea Turtle Populations.
4: We are thrilled to be
3: partnered with XT University on this important project. This research aims to explore how sea turtle hatching feminization due to climate warming could impact future populations. We're going to look at whether this can be mitigated with non-invasive techniques such as nest shading. We are also going to model nesting beach erosion from storms over time and predicted sea level rise to determine the impacts of the most vulnerable nesting beaches so that better coastal protection can be applied. The project has received a grant of almost 400,000 pounds from the U.K. government's Darwin Plus Scheme, which funds projects that aim to protect the unique biodiversity and improve resilience to climate change within the United Kingdom overseas territories. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. In other local news, folks in Cayman Brack and Little Cayman
0: will gather to celebrate Heroes Day this Saturday. CIGTV's Donna Bush
2: reports. The annual Heroes Day celebrations took place on Grand Cayman recently, but residents from Kim and Brack and Little Cayman will now gather to celebrate Heroes Day on the Sister Islands this coming Saturday. The traditional processions of the flags, uh, blowing of the conch shell and singing of the national anthem will take place before recipients are presented with their National Heroes Day awards. His Excellency the Governor, the Honorable Premier and other government leaders will take part in the celebrations to be held at the Aston Ruddy Center on Cayman Brack. Again, that's this Saturday, February 4th. You can watch it live here on CIG television and on the Cayman Islands government's YouTube channel. It all starts at 9.30 in the morning.
0: That's TV's Donna Bush reporting there. After over a year of toil... Ironshore Group reveals their state-of-the-art music studio. Fully decked out with top-notch equipment, experienced staff and stunning views of the waterfront in Georgetown. But besides its aesthetic appeal, Nathan McLean, COO of Ironshore Group, has high hopes for how the studio can elevate Cayman's musical talent.
4: Our main goals are really to help promote and preserve Caymanian culture by giving you know local artists an opportunity to create sounds, music of the highest quality that can really stand on its own in the global stage. And in doing so, we want to also provide opportunities for aspiring musicians, young people who may think that like, hey, I kind of like this music thing, but what can it offer? How do I make a living out of it? We want to give opportunities where possible to kind of allow those curiosities to develop and flourish and to help make music a viable option for artists.
0: And if music is what drives you, Mr. McLean has some advice.
4: I think it starts with, one, just following through with your gut feeling. If you really feel like you have a talent or a passion, just completely commit to it. Maintain the drive and the passion. And there's a lot more people, I think, especially in recent times, it seems, that are actually on a similar wavelength, similar path. So they wouldn't be alone, that's for sure. And to just, you know, I say encourage them to be vocal and to be driven to express themselves.
0: Mr. McLean adds Iron Shore Studios is not an elitist club and welcomes with open arms those who see a future for themselves in the music industry. If you're interested in exploring what they have to offer, visit ironshoregroup.ky for more. And we'll leave you with this one. Sustainable K Man launches a radio jingle competition in observance of World Wetlands Day. Radio K Man's Felicia Reichen-Solins reports. Today is World Wetlands Day and this year's theme is Wetlands Thrive Life Survives. Its focus is to save the central mangroves. To further push this message to the public, Sustainable Cayman is inviting the Cayman community, its singers, songwriters and composers to take part in their jingle competition. Sustainable Cayman wants to drive home the message that deforestation must be prevented. To achieve this 30% of our land and sea must be protected by 2030. This starts with the central mangrove wetland, as they are vital homes for birds and marine life. They protect our islands from storms, filter our water, regulate our weather, and protect us from some of the impacts of climate change. Details on how to enter together with an entry form can be found on their website at sustainablekmanorg forward slash jingle competition. I'm Felicia Renkin-Zalins. For those interested, you can email info at That is your latest local news. I'm Shanda Gallego.